0: You called the Jesse James. Jesse, aka The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, folks, welcome to Netflix Marvel's The Defenders, season one, episode five, Take Shelter, which I think is a reference to Gimme Shelter, an amazing song and movie. So... Or immediately with the classical music going into the Battle of Chinese. So, guys, I took some time off in the mid-season after four for a bunch of reasons. Had other podcasts and so forth. Here comes the big fight right in the middle, you know. The Avengers have their circle. The Defenders have their line. And they're holding the line. It's a beautiful thing. Now, setting up the classical music with Alexandra now is the is her cue. I mean, it's her... Any of this, like, very, like, rapid... Kind of upbeat, but also like authoritarian, Nazi-esque music. We immediately associate with her. It took us to my mom between four and five, re-listened to those podcasts, and at least three things became immediately clear one iron fist is just poorly written and executed it, it's shot okay and it, i don't really blame at this point finn jones and definitely not jessica henwick the one thing they're doing right in episode uh, in season two of iron fist is pushing henwick up front uh, but it only exposes that she's the superior actress or at least she has more charisma and presence <laughs> look at madame gal smiling she's like cheap to the slaughter um let gonna adjust the mic here real quick okay i think i'm good No, no, it's too high. God damn it. Okay, here we go. Um, It it was an interesting move to build tension. But but remember, I was going to say build tension between four and five by showing everything leading up to the fight and them all smiling and ready to kill the defenders. (laughs) Um, But because people are binging this, and I'd say at least half are going right from four to five. It's actually a fun way to break it up. Here we go. I think this is the last time we see all of them fight together other than fighting Danny, She's annoying. Tell me about it. Yeah, they're just getting annoyed with all this at this point. Alexandra just watching. Her power is not physical at this point, obviously. Um, So I got a new setup. I got like an excellent decent widescreen monitor. So I'm watching it on that, which is what I should have been doing the whole time. Here's Electra with the sword. Where's Alexandra? Too bad Colleen's not here with the silver samurai sword. Oh, man. Colleen's so cool. So, yeah. Iron Fist Season 2. Well, I can just sort of explain by example. So, in... After barely getting through two Iron Fist episodes, I burned through at least eight of Daredevil Season 2. And Guys, I'm here to tell you that along with Punisher 1 and J.J. 1, Daredevil 2 is right up there. And I put the Defenders up there. That's my third realization. This is as good at, as at anything they've put out other than the very best J.J., which is still far superior to anything other than some moments or maybe an episode or two in the, def- in, uh, the Punisher. Oh, Gal just capped that motherfucker we want him alive i forgot this so i've kept my promise not to watch the last two episodes i think i've watched most of this in six although it's fresh and new every time which just shows how great it is the pace it moves so i was shocked at the i wasn't shocked because nothing with fandom shocks me anymore with nerds I i was a little taken aback by the negative reaction overall at least nerds i know to this when it was so clearly better than iron fist well i guess iron fist had just happened luke cage is split no one hates luke cage i like it I, I don't love it the way some people love it um it has something to do with it being the blackest because you guys know black panther is my favorite marvel property and basically the reason along with star wars coming back i'm even doing this podcast is black panther now it did not let me down now this has to be the second time that she pulls punches with matt so they really start to question her yeah pull back it's it, it's like almost medieval warfare it's hand to hand it's sword it's line against line you know the lines are pushing each other it's not just one fighter it's like in, you know like in Braveheart like what made the Braveheart battles so great and underappreciated is they everyone on camera as far as the eye can see because they were real soldiers were really going at each other in the fighting you rarely see that in those epic movies and while the fighting doesn't always connect, what I noticed watching Daredevil Season 2, and damn, is it has so much action. It's so great. These two are amazing. So, uh, another real, my fourth realization was that I, I was right. My 4A realization was that I was right, that I love super complex, emotional, almost like uh, Loki-esque. I mean, yeah, she's the most complicated in terms of going back and forth between possible good and definitive bad. But you one it... You want it to work. You want him to, to turn her just like Luke and Vader or whatever. <laughs> now, Luke and Kylo. But when you watch their Double Season 2 again and then juxtapose it immediately watching this or even interspersed it, as I've been doing, you kind of want to see Electra like this because she's so weak and fragile. You just feel horrible for her when she's briefly herself this is the natural progression it makes so much sense i mean they really i've been saying this is the iron fist mythology but in terms of the show (coughs) there's a reason they did two seasons of daredevil before this and iron fist immediately before it i mean it just makes sense it's two-thirds daredevil and one-third in terms of the 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 deep sky the black sky Oh, boom. Luke just got clogged by a garbage truck. Sorry, I've been talking about the action. Uh, Jessica's worried even though he should be fine. She shotgunned him in the head. It's so great seeing JJ more human and emotional, but under control. I mean, here's the thing. Finn Jones is a bad fucking ass in The Defenders, and the fighting goes back to just being okay in Iron Fist. I don't know why they should put the defenders people on Iron It's like um it's like putting it's like taking the Russos from Cap Winter Soldier in Civil War and putting them on Infinity War 1 and 2. If it can't be John Whedon or JJ Abrams or or Paddy Jenkins, I guess I would trust with it other than that it's got to be the Russo brothers. So they should have put the daredevil mixed with Defenders on the Iron Fist case because he needs the most writing. But, it, you know, when you write for Keanu Reeves well, like in John Wick, or I would argue most or at least some of the Matrix movies, definitely the first Matrix, he's great. And I dispute anyone who says anyone would be, that there would be anyone better, at least in the first Matrix movie, than Keanu Reeves as Neo. He had to be that part. Um, now here goes Gal. I don't think they're shying away from the Yoda thing. She's tiny. She pretends to be old, but has these crazy magical powers and she can kill when she needs to. She's got the little wooden walking stick. Where's the black sky? Failed us again. Yep. Right. That's a question for our leader. Failed again in subsequent episodes. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, you really appreciate it more. Oh, here we go. This is great. Even when Colleen is about to get put in the refrigerator and you're going, oh, no, not again. And they have her boxing. And what's great is the period between putting in refrigerator and getting her sword back, which was confiscated by Misty Knight, is almost no time. It's it's fabulous because you just want Colleen back in the fight. What I like is they spend zero time with Jessica and Colleen. They're just two fighters. They would get along great. Other than Colleen is this total straight hour. Although the one thing that's going to keep me with Iron for season two, other than more Henwick and these two having pretty good chemistry, but especially Henwick is they seem to be complicating her to be a little obsessive with Danny and super protective, which is completely understandable given both of their backgrounds and experiences together. (laughs) Fight that chicken next. All right this is charlie lying again he does this to karen he does this to foggy i mean it's great watching they should have put daredevil season two behind the defenders that was the mistake they should have let people get over iron fist being at best oh luke and had daredevil season two with like a three-week break go immediately into the defenders would have been brilliant they lost their momentum jj season two disappointed People seem to like Luke Cage season two. I just haven't heard that much. Oh, is he mind controlled? Oh no! You think he's mind controlled by Kilgrave again? No, nope, he captured this motherfucker. Yeah, they got the hand. This guy gets decapitated, I believe, by uh, by stick. All right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't put together all the pieces till just now. After we were watching most of Daredevil, and now we're watching most of this and seeing the final episodes with you guys, which I'm super pumped. Oh, could Darville's in this. Yes, <laughs> Foggy. Oh, there's Henwick. God bless her. She's so stunning. Yeah, Hanoi just came off as adorable and cute when I first saw her, which she is absolutely that. But her stunningness, but also complexity and subtlety of acting, you really don't get before seeing Colleen, because, you know, she didn't have great writing in Game of Thrones, from what I understand, and I'm not sure I saw any or most of those episodes. Um, you know, she is just sort of derp-faced cutie McGee uh, in, uh, in The Forest Awakens. We're with you, pal! But man, I mean, she comes off her and danny really come off as the most dimensional compared to their solo series for sure In the defenders so yeah i'm thinking that they're if they do defend their season two they have to give it another shot i mean this is a great shot they should do it immediately after daredevil season three i think they learned their lesson because that's the last guaranteed season although i think jessica jones has been renewed like indefinitely god bless her That's the true sign of a brilliant series like with Homeland is that you can have a dip in season two. Although I I really like Homeland season two. It's my favorite Homeland season. The turning of Brody. You either buy it or you don't. I love it. She wants to be scared, but she's seen her. Alexandra wants to be fearful of her creation. The way Sith Lords are manipulating them, but also wanting them to be strong enough to be scared of them. But she's seen her fail twice. And so now she's not scared and she's testing her resolve. And anything she's attached to, Electra gets weak. The problem is she was chained, trained by the Chaste, and they've reawoken. That combined with Matt, she may not be fully alive, ever or yet. But she is indeed still has traces of Electra. Right, I learned of the substance that keeps them alive. So they've had this substance all these years to stay alive. They've come back from death in some sort of Lazarus pit, like we saw in Arrow with Thea and so forth. Um, I think they resurrected multiple of of Oliver's friends and relatives in in Arrow. It's so ridiculous. This is so much more believable. That's the other thing I realized. Daredevil is the better by far Arrow, even though Arrow has some fight scenes that are superior to some of the stuff in Daredevil. Even the best Daredevil season two, no question. Especially in the early Arrow seasons, when they really put thought into it. And the important thing was, you were never sure if Oliver was gonna kill, Mame and or capture um, in those early seasons. And again, I'm not pro killing, but it does complicate those g- dark gothic, you know, vigilante characters. But seeing Electric go in between various stages of brainwashing and clarity uh in daredevil season two you just look in her eyes and you see the conflict and the thing is sigourney weaver should cut her losses and kill electra right here cut her losses apologize to them and find a new substance or something but she doubles down because she's desperate that's why they to sell that this was the last chance that she says she she's right in the sense of if we're running out of the substance we need a new solution Somehow the black sky as the is a part of the solution. Blowing up cities is part of the solution. I don't know why. Maybe they are trying to find more of the substance deep underground, and that's what the hole's for. And they figure they have to destroy the city in order to reach the substance and create peace throughout the world. And they're twisted minds. Right? The five of us, even though one of them is dead. I also think she's best uh, uh, Sigourney um, as Alexandra is best going off of stick obviously because of their their rapport their long history hating each other but also I realized getting more stick in Daredevil which is fucking fantastic even though it's not enough it's a few episodes in the middle where he saves Electra but then complicates things for them again um Right, there's lots of pregnant pauses between Electra and The Hand, but again, with eight episodes and so much else going on, I mean, look at her, she's such a sexy badass, I don't understand people don't like Electra. I, I was really trying, that was the, you know, again, going back to the 4A realization, how amazing Electra is, just in general, Elodie Young, God bless her, and, and, and Daredevil 2, because this is happening, oh man, I'm so glad they did not show that the trailer. She's the one starting the torture because this is happening. Bam. I'm up for the challenge. God. Stick has to love JJ. I don't know if he ever gets a chance to express it, but he, I'm telling her to sit down and shut up and have her come back on her own volition after walking out on them while he has the other three in the palm of his hand. Oh God. Just kind of like, sorry guys. I'll try to keep it together. Professional, professionalism. Okay. Um, you with our study, great line by Matt Murdock you really appreciate Charlie Cox even more watching Daredevil season 2 it's so far superior I mean you add the Punisher and Electra and take to- some time away from Karen and Foggy who just aren't that charismatic or-, or interesting the way they're written even though I like both actors Karen's great in small doses it feels like she's in way more than four episodes of Punisher season 1 which is just a credit to her um, and but you add Electra on one side doing horrible things for what she says is the right reason you add the Punisher on the other side and Daredevil Matt Murdock caught in the middle and alienating both of his friends while trying to balance all these things the problem is in the movies you're rooting for the rogue Avengers who while definitely going on the way to not kill people are are you know going outside the law. Lo- i think he just made a killgrave reference he's trying to get under all their skins which is a typical bad guy move and they shouldn't let him talk at all they just want to get information but the nurse right here comes the the woman on the radio that's trish the nurse is claire this is why they have to put them all in refrigerator jj just knocks him out he talked too much What's great about Jessica is she always punches the same amount, which is exactly how they should play it. And you tell by how far the person goes or gets knocked out how hard it actually is. She doesn't need the glowing iron fist. She's got it inside her. Goddamn Rosario Dawson. So the other thing I, I, I actually stumbled onto in the last one that's, that's obvious is Luke and Iron Fist are the two straight ahead guys. They want to do the right thing. It's as crazy different as their background is backgrounds are They also have two unbelievably awesome and strong women supporting them, but in very equal relationships, very modern, equal relationships. You can be manly, you can be feminine on both sides to different degrees. You got Claire Temple continuing to take this, this evangelical role, you know, uh, just being angelic, I'm sorry, you know, and making it so complicated and deep because just Rosario's face and entire demeanor and incredible acting ability. But what I also realized was it's not a coincidence that Luke and uh, and Danny are the ones with the stable relationships in terms of stabilizing them. Yes, there's some causation in terms of actually stabilizing them, but there's also correlation in them already being way more emotionally stable, obviously, than Matt Murdock and Jessica Jones. So they can handle adult, mature relationships. And that's what... It, when Danny and Colleen are being written well, AKA in this series, they're still kids and they're supposed to be the kids and the youngins, but with all this wisdom and power, but because they have strong moral centers, you know, Colleen comes off like Ray, you know, she comes off just like Ray, you know, she's never going to do the wrong thing. Danny's just cause he's dumb and he gets angry. Um, but they seem, like I said, they seem to be complicating Colleen having a dark side in Iron Fist Season 2, which part of me wants her to remain Captain America uh, Part 2, but uh, crossed with Ray? But part of me likes the idea that she's not obsessive, but it, it, protective to an extreme degree over Danny. But that's because when he doesn't have the fist, he's just an okay fighter. And that should not be disempowering, you know? Like, the thing that makes Je- Jessica Jones an awesome superhero, her strength and jumping ability are secondary so it's ultimately in her head and in her heart even if she can't realize it and no one else can convince her because she's tormented and full of self-hatred for things she has no control of because that's what being human is but these two make like captain america i hate to say it colleen and danny in this series oh there's the white lord oh yeah baby oh she gets cut up here which is why they have to sideline her it's great they don't put her in a refrigerator by choice but she's she's a liability partially injured but misty knight her realized very quickly that these four need her even at half strength with the sword I, i i don't know again in season one if she carried around the white sword oh here we go he had the sense yeah yeah Danny's a good fighter he's fine he's like Quinn he's like a skinny guy who can who can scrap like Quinn in Homeland which I've been also trying to rewatch Homeland Ugh, that show three lead amazing characters who just don't get the writing they deserve And, and 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 Claire Mandy and um uh what's his face who played Rupert Grant not Rupert Grant Rupert Avery I believe his name is who plays Quinn and his American accent gets better and better here comes Colleen Oh, this is where she faces her nightmare. So this guy isn't a hand guy. This was confusing because they give him the evilness and ability to just appear out of nowhere like he's one of the hand. He's just a super ninja sensei, right? He trained her, Bakuto. Is he the fifth? That's why Alexander referred to the five of them. So he is one of the five and he trained her. He stole her from her home like Ray, (laughs) right? It's like a holster, but why attach it to yourself when you could just carry it? Oh God. I don't know how, uh, you know, women like Jessica Henley, and this is not objectifying them guys, but this is being objective about the male form and the female form is that if you have a certain full figure, especially if you're small, uh, although I don't know, you might have an advantage when you're small. I was going to say when you're a full figure, whether it's Felicity or Scarlett or Jessica Henwick, you have to be very economical with your movements. The clothing has to be right. Not not just because it's distracting to everybody for various reasons, but because from an objective standpoint, but for them to be comfortable. And I will give it to, to Jessica Henwick. She mastered karate very quickly. I should say movie karate. Horrible shit. I love when she curses. Oh, Join me, Colleen. This guy's great. All the hand, all the hand are great. That's the thing. Such better casting than the CW bad guys. E- even with one or t- one and a half dimensional writing, oh, this is great. This is where he slices her. Wait, I'll never stop. You took my life from me you don't need any backstory you have to they literally could have not released iron fist season one which is probably what they should they should have done like four or five episodes oh she just got cut she gets irrational and he's the better fighter he survived this long uh-oh oh Oh, yeah luke just tosses him. (laughs) a little late guys that dude was for sure dead so i i almost want to watch season one just for the claire goes to china storyline how they forced that that seems impossible that she'd ever go to china not that she couldn't maneuver away despite her economic situation but just because she has to take care of these guys i heard you made some friends right Right, she never believed in purpose, but they haven't given up on Danny because they see him as the powerful one. But he basically just has like a soul gem in his hand, or or uh, 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 the purple gem, the power stone. He basically has a, like a minor infinity stone that's just in his hand, essentially. But because he does have to channel stillness and, and chi to use it, that's what does make it cool. And it is cooler that he's not Eastern. Did he have to be white? I don't know. Could have been black, could have been African, could have been Latin American, whatever. But being a rich white kid to actually channel your chi, he's pretty convincing in this series, and it does make it more interesting. I think they should have had Benedict Wong train Doctor Strange. I, I love him as the quirky sidekick, and he's great. in that role as like Bruce Singh with crazy karate karate powers, uh and some magic, but uh Oh, right, so they left off horribly in Daredevil Season 2, and so this makes way more sense on rewatch. And it's amazing continuity and acting between these two. It could have been quite a bit apart. Actually, no, I think they were sort of filming Iron Fist and Defenders and Daredevil around each other, which is part of Iron Fist Suffered. But yeah, Claire goes to China, sign me up for those episodes. I think I might just start mid-season of both Iron Fist 2 and 3 and just get past the mustache twirling and get into the action. right so i'm actually not yeah the thing is she'll at least talk to him now because he had to tell her she would never talk to him again because she could smell the lies and she's seen the lies i'm doing it again but that's not true he's he undersells it see this is the catholic guilt thing even jews are less guilty than catholics when you see this it's like oh my god he's putting it he fights back against everyone's criticism but ultimately it digs deep and he starts to buy into it himself but that little smile on her face—she's really come far as as Karen. I'm not gonna say as an actress because I don't think the writing was great t- for her for a while. But her small part in this, and her small but seeming huge because of how great it was in in The Punisher. Um, she's better as Claire Temple. Two to six episodes per season. Mm-hmm. Yeah karen wants to get the authorities involved even though she believes the vigilance she was converted to the church of frank castle pretty quickly which was the best thing they could have done for the character at first it seemed out of character but her actually being a girl with yes liberal politics and you know feminism but also traditional values from vermont or wherever she's from which also makes way more sense than her being from the city which i forgot about dummy me Again, Karen's so much more complex than pretty much all the CW ladies that aren't Supergirl women, or, or Katie Lotz as White Canary, who unsurprisingly is amazing when she gets to interact with the Supergirl girls. <laughs> matt Murdock. she just she just knows how to dress him down which is ultimately why they're perfect together luke has to end up with jessica uh karen has to give matt murdoch a second chance at some point like mary jane and spider-man um speaking of beautiful goddamn misty night the women in this series are just i mean they well, the thing is you know marvel in the movies has taken way too long to get female superheroes, which is why it's great that J.J. was the first true leading Marvel superhero. It's not even close. I mean, years before Captain Marvel, many more years before Black Widow, if that ever happens, hopefully it will. They've waited way too long to do a Black Widow movie. They missed their chance. But the casting of Scarlett Johansson and then, in my opinion, Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch was a great one to punch those should, they should both have solo or, or at least co-lead movies. Actually, that would be great to put. I mean, th- there's a lot of talk about doing the all-female team up with bringing Gamora back to life and, and, you know, Black Widow and Scarlet Witch and, and Nebula, if she's still alive and so forth. Um, but Netflix responded amazingly with because Weaver as a bad guy and Misty Knight, Colleen. Claire Temple, JJ, Trish, etc. And even Karen, yes. Especially Karen. That's the good guy women of various levels. It's way more balanced here. I mean, that's the thing. Just the optics of one of the two leaders of the defenders being Jessica Jones. And then the fact that Colleen has to basically meritocracy her way up to these like four super powered individual i mean matt murdoch doesn't have super strength but he is the best senses by far of any of them even though he can't see especially because he can't see colleen has to be just that good of a fighter have that much of a heart just that mentally and physically tough to fight her way into the spot as the fifth defender it's actually cooler that way that they didn't force it on her and that's why it's somewhat taken them back to see her be the lead essentially through two or three episodes of Iron Fist. It's not that it's not working, it's just that the support cast around her isn't good enough and they haven't made Finn Jones go off the reservation, which I think has to happen at some point. It's just him lose his mind, being not smart enough or old enough or, you know, to deal with that much knowledge and, and dark wisdom. The tenth day they knelt before me, right? He starved out some city. He loved it. Yeah, Bane's way more honest with themselves. If I kneel before you right now, shithead, will you shut up? God, a stick is great. But yeah, anyways, they write Alexandra uh, scoring Weaver's lines similar to how they write Stick. I mean, obviously, it's different for their characters and the actors, but they're both intentionally can't because they're older actors, but because the Gordon Weaver doesn't feel like an old lady, like if it was like Helen Mirren or, or, or actually someone even older than Helen Mirren in that role, it, it, In Alexandra's role, it actually would roll off the tongue better. It's because she's still a fairly young woman by today's standards who looks amazingly young and just vibrant, but who is playing someone who's thousands of years old. It actually works great, but it works especially great with her and Stick early on. And then it's just who can out twirl the other's mustache with the hand members? Mm mm-hmm yeah you get the sense that he's always looking over i mean he's definitely looking over maddie because he saves electra's life right the iron fist can't lead him like you can yep matt's got leadership potential he doesn't see it of course charlie cox definitely gets better looking as he gets older he's a a little goofy and gawky as a kid don't use my faith against me and that's why the sexiness with Electra is totally believable. It's totally believable that Electra would fall for someone like him and that he would fall for the opposite of what he claims to believe in, in Electra, He's totally swayed by beautiful women, even though he's blind. It's a great weakness. I mean, all men are rendered helpless by beautiful, charismatic women. But men and women, or, or whatever, you know, the person you're, you're attracted to, uh oh, Trish, thrown in the refrigerator <laughs> all the time. I don't know if she gets to Krav Maga in season two, but a woman throwing a friend woman in the refrigerator is great. Just in principle, <laughs> especially when the other woman is as tough mentally tough as you, maybe mentally tougher, which is why Trish and some of you should have the superpowers. But she doesn't feel the burden that Jessica does. That you need to with that amount of, yeah. They both have prominent chins, of course. Most famous actresses do. Even the traditionally beautiful... These two are a mix of traditional and non-traditional beauty, the two of them. Um, but even traditionally beautiful women, Sandra Bullock, Gwyneth Paltrow, have fairly prominent chins. It's important to have a sculpted face. Oh, shit. Oh, here's The hand. Oh, no. That hurts so much. She's, she doesn't lie. Jessica Jones cannot tell a lie. Another one for her Superpowers i wonder if they used was daredevil in the suit yeah no way trish doesn't know devil of hell's kitchen baby in the costume mid mid episode five love it uh, the two leaders fighting together yes jessica uh, jessica knows to let the guys take the lead because she has the least fight training by far nope Uh f- they're even looking <laughs> <laughs> this is great. the scarf looked better. <laughs> nice ears, narrow horns, oh man uh, the next episode with jessica and and Matt just breaks my heart because it's actually the first time ever that Jessica consciously tries to be warm to it and help another person <laughs> Here's Claire Temple stitching him up. She's like Simon on the firefly right uh, on on the serenity on serenity on Firefly the show on the ship serenity <laughs> like. Mel and Jane and Zoe and wash and Kaylee had been so many scraps and yet somehow they'd survive them all until they get Simon and they're constantly getting shot and stabbed half to death. Yeah. I remember this being like them stringing out multiple episodes that she would be left behind, but, uh, about you being weak, right? Oh, this is so great because in order to sell this extra boost of power that she gets, to demand her sword back and get back in the fight. She needed to have this woman-to-woman, person-to-person moment with Rosario. This just breaks my heart, and I know Rosario's not as old old, uh, in terms of being around as long and and storied, I guess, in the mainstream as Sigourney Weaver, but Jessica Henwick looking up to, I'm sure as an actress, Rosario Dawson, and acting her ass off as a young, not very well-established actress with Rosario hair. Just look at those eyes. Oh, my God. She's like Han Solo with Ray, like Ray, like Daisy really doesn't have to act around Harrison Ford. She just acts the way Daisy Ridley would act around Harrison Ford, and it's the same here, and it's the same with Elektra uh, and Alexandra with with Lodi Young and and uh, Sigourney. It is great when female actors actresses in particular because it's rare with men daniel matthew matt etc but you got rosario you got sigourney you got scarlet distinctive names i feel like it's important for actresses marilyn monroe you know not the english actresses though they're like helen and so forth but and, but they're legends <laughs> they don't need names Oh, God, I love Malcolm so much. re like, released by J.J. Cavatari. And for like three episodes, I'm calling him Billy. I have no idea where Billy came from. I was calling him Billy. It's not his real name. I said he looks like a Billy. He only looks like a Billy when he's a drug addict. Then he looks like hipster Malcolm for the rest. He's a total, like, the hipster that you actually like and want to be friends with. This is great. The colliding of universes almost by accident. This is what makes the refrigerator part fun, is that A, Colleen breaks out of here after a quick breakdown and getting restored back. And this is, yeah. The reporter, it's totally believable that her and Trish would have crossed paths, even incidentally. Yeah, she's totally scared of fish out of water until she sees Foggy. It's great. This male-female, two male-female platonic relationships, another thing I can't stress enough. And I have to say, guys, the fact that they're not constantly having Jessica Henwick and, and Finn Jones make out and like have fake sex is such a great move. And I... <laughs> She's not going to be that list. I will just say, I have an Asian friend. Now, I was never together with this particular friend as long as it appears that the Iron Fist and Colleen have been together. Um, but that sort of fine line between romantic and friend, I can relate to, actually from numerous relationships. Um And I really can relate to the vibe that Finn Jones and Jessica Henley have together. If they just took out the bad guys and just made it the Iron Fist and Colleen show, I think I would like it. And I'm probably going to watch it for that. It's a katana. It was passed down. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Misty's trying to understand. But look at that smile. She can tell this young woman is not a normal young woman, as normal as she looks. Right? You came in here pretty bloody. You sure about that? Misty wants to give it back to her yeah he she trusts Claire and Luke is the thing she knows these people can you tell me about these people you're finding no this is great she's so young and she's saying I'm trying to protect you right <laughs> Misty Knight yeah it's true Claire knows yeah Claire knows I'm here because I'm a cop yeah Misty I don't give a shit i love they give colleen all the curses it's fantastic misty's like all right, this girl's a tougher prod than she appears oh look how happy she is to see the sword it's beautiful <laughs> they just let her go <laughs> it's a thing the law has to at least let the vigilantes go but they can't arrest them They can't openly help them, but like by a little thing, it's not the Iron Fist, but it's someone who the Iron Fist needs and the Defenders need. She's not a special person, so she's not on people's radar. Kelly's the perfect extra secret weapon. Just, it's not a secret weapon, but special sauce they need to get over the top. So I guess they knew that he was alive the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem with villain writing is, you slowly reveal what they know and don't know, but when it's clearly just to manipulate the viewer into wanting to know, you haven't reached full potential. That's why, but they did. They do do it with Alexandra. She's really shocked and sad, and the black sky continually is not working out because she's really falling for her as like a mom figure in her twisted mind. Colleen Wing writes... They're getting torn apart by their personal attachments. Ooh, he cuts off Madame Gao. No one cuts off Madame Gao, and it's not as simple this time. Yeah. Mm. Madame Gao is the one who's truly right. He's he's he has clouded judgment. His attachment to Colleen weakens him. Alexandra has a tie, or a weakness for the Black Sky, Electra. Madame Gao is always straight to business, and she is ultimately the one in charge by manipulating everybody, even though they think, or Alexandra thinks, that she's in charge. We plan to correct it. We will discuss your failure. Right, what about her failure with the Black Sky? The Iron Fist has a new partner in his fight. Daredevil. It's great that they're more scared of Daredevil than... That Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage because he is a brawler and he will fight until his last breath. They all will, but he has to really go at it because he doesn't have super strength. So he's to have super heart or at least super guts. Yeah, they just they just you have to almost allow torture in this circumstance because they're they're about to commit genocide. It's like the only when you it's not just terrorism. When you know someone's going to you know for sure they're going to commit genocide, you have to at least try things. But these guys have suffered so many deaths. It's like, and I think that's why Stick ultimately kills him because he's like, we're we're getting nothing from this guy except poison. Got to cut off the head of the snake. One must assume none of them have been decapitated before. That would be hard to come back from. Unless you're you're, uh, Deadpool. What'd you turn her into? the body right the body is but a vessel your body is a vessel oh man the animatrix maybe the best thing to come out of the matrix their story of the of the apocalypse robot apocalypse and when the un signs the treaty to put everybody in the matrix cuz they have to do full surrender to the robots that they created but mi- tried to be peaceful with them and like your body is but a vessel for something greater Mm-hmm. the thing is if you really buy into a combination of ant-man's deep quantum physics but especially dr strange's mysticism in terms of metaphysical stuff it you know they're reali- they're talking about oh, yeah you think he's dead for a sec but daredevil knows exactly the sounds and strength he would need to kill the guy he's not dead <laughs> this line from stick is so predictable yeah unfortunately no <laughs> but he's just so loopy he's nutso it this guy must be crazy in real life <laughs> M- making him a crazy old southern man was was genius oh they still haven't gotten the electric reveal oh no it's the matt murdoch i have to tell the truth i'm back into a corner look he's so great I mean these guys are fantastic it's the thing. Like I can't even get through Arrow season one a second time, even though I loved it because it it's there's too many just boring, predictable moments. And even though a lot of this is predictable on the surface, the dialogue is good enough and the actors are great enough and it's shot well enough to be interesting a second time through. And I think I could see myself rewatching this a third time at some point definitely before Daredevil season three. And I was going to say the, you know, I, maybe I said it straight up that Daredevil season three should go straight into defenders season two. And that should be the wrap up other than JJ, because JJ is a PI and Luke because JJ and Luke are the two sort of street level, like truly street level in terms of their lives, helping individual people. You could keep that going three, four seasons each Daredevil. I think should stop after three. Um, and who knows about Iron Fist right this is the chickens come home to roost because her black sky you know it's unclear how she convinced them to give her the last of the substance maybe she was sitting on the substance maybe madame gal made a mistake and that's why gal's slowly atoning behind the scenes in her twisted mind um So, is truly a brilliant, subtle actress, though. I mean, I think that's why people ultimately love her, is she comes off as a little pulpy on the surface, but she is a Hollywood actress. She's a big movie actress. But I was thinking about it, playing such a cold-blooded badass in Ellen Ripley, but then playing a very feminine, almost old-school female love interest in the Ghostbusters movie, who's like the victim and being able to pull both, but who's also one that guys had total crushes on, and she was with Bill Murray. You know, she's a legend is a legend. Perhaps this is what we needed. Right, everyone's expendable. That's the thing. Alex is not wrong to try the Black Sky experiment. She just is blinded by it and is is wrong. If 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 Electra worked out, then they would be bowing down to her right now, but she's not. So they're making their power plays and it's not a coincidence these three are standing together facing her. I still can't remember what Iron Fist is so interesting to them for other than he has again some sort of infinity stone in his hand we want to live long enough to go home yeah this guy's great this is great there's something about asian bad guys like gray asian bad guys that makes them the scariest i think at least how they're portrayed in movies, because it's so calculating. It's almost like Inglorious Bastards, but without the humor. The Germans scare the shit out of me just because I'm Jewish and you know cultural mental trauma. As I mean, not all Germans, German bad guys in movies. They're so psychotic, but there is a psychotic to Asians. I guess it's more I, I can just take it more because I have no you know no baggage with with the Asian uh, bad guys, like genocidal bad guys. So I can pre- I can appreciate the performance more. elector died right yeah i don't think we've been finding something else yeah so, that, so he knows about resurrection it's just like arrow i mean he is oliver queen but but Stephen amell's the better actor and and you know can carry a show much easier at this point um uh, Stephen amell is as oliver queen slash the arrow by the way, I just put two and two together and that his blindness and him looking off to the side plays great with him lying and admitting lies. Whenever he's lying, he looks you right in the eye, even though he's blind or, or just past your eyes. And when he's lying, he turns his head sideways as many people do. Oh, here we go. Getting out of the ropes. They have 7 million superheroes. They can't tie a fucking knot. Right. Lying is a problem. Here we go. So, here's the Avengers fighting under Loki's influence in the helicarrier, you know, mid-late in the movie. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Boom. Yeah, so one day. But also, yeah, so far, African bad guys have mostly been portrayed either as just completely lunatic, bloodthirsty warlords, or like warlords under control like Idi Amin, or, you know, characters like... V- based on idi, I mean, oh, he oh, just sliced. Yeah, not yet. Oh no! Does this head completely fall off? Oh. <laughs> that's orc style. That's that's hard R, guys. That is hard R. That is hard rated R in a film. S- straight up decapitation. That's almost humorous. I mean, we saw it with Snoke, but again, Snoke is like an orc oh is it this electric going on her her like spiritual journey yeah and this is this is great this is Sigourney Weaver truly realizing she's lost this young woman before she ever had her and the look of horror after getting you know ripped apart by the council of the hand oh man look at this shot of Sigourney with the sword god damn we must get at least a brief Colleen um, did I say Sigourney with the sword? Uh, a Lodi young with the sword yeah, just shooting between these two actresses, she's already thinking past Alexandra. This isn't. I mean, she never had anything for Alexandra. And if you watch Daredevil Season 2, straight back to back with this, you can tell the look when. When. Electra is. Being honest or not, actually. Because we see all sides of her in her great performance in Daredevil Season 2. So again, I don't understand people's problem with Electra, you know? I guess if they're like mj you know spidey guys and you know karen the the good girl the good loyal girl should end up with the street level superhero that's bullshit (laughs) that's not how it works guys not how it works even cap attracted to peggy carter who's like you know represents the thing that he kind of hates in the shield big brother which of course they doing a heartbreaking way with old Becky Carter, Haley Atwell and CGI makeup and winter soldier with Alzheimer's. Oh man. It's a thing. When Marvel hits high moments, they're super high. And the defenders just makes me realize how great daredevil is overall, how great, um, JJ one is, how great punisher is so far. Why people like Luke Cage, why people are at least sticking, giving iron fist another chance. Netflix gave it another chance? Unclear. God, I love how they just draw this out. Elodie Young is brilliant. I mean, the, you're supposed to dislike her character in Daredevil Season 2, but people confuse disliking the character. Like, we'd rather have a lovable, straight-ahead, genocidal villain like Kylo Ren or Vader, you know, symbols of masculinity, than this seductress... Woman, but her the the reason for her seductiveness it it, it just is so human in terms of coming from deep seated insecurity, which is so common with with uh, all you know any people who let's put it this way: if you're extremely good looking, you can have whatever you want, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, you know, or just extremely attracted to people. But you're just extremely disturbed and have deep-seated problems that can be a horrible combination and she was spoiled r- rotten and she's trained us to- i mean yeah this poor girl she's like yeah she's like thea um like the when Thea's so disturbed and under malcolm merlin's spell and dealing with her emotional issues at the same time is the closest cw comparison i guess with some white canary thrown in there It was a mistake to take away Canary off Arrow. She has such good chemistry with with Oliver Queen. There you have it. There you have it. Well, next episode, Ashes, Ashes. Man, that was a super fun one. I'm going to slowly get through Iron Fist. I'm really pumped for the last few Daredevil Season 2 episodes, but I'm really glad I, I took a break and watched most of D.D. too. Um, uh, hold on. Back to browse. Here we go. Um got more than a taste oh god shut up the man the autoplay on netflix homepage is fucking horrible i never want to watch that shit at least autoplay what's next on my list jesus fucking christ um so anyways so so much more to say going forward um sorry for the uncompleted thoughts i I didn't do much play by play here because these these the next episode is a spectacular character episode i really want to hone in on dialogue this was just a great action moving things forward episode and I really just appreciate all of these actors there's no actor in this show that isn't at least as good as they are in their own series like Luke Cage in his own series or in J.J. Daredevil in his own series Iron Fist better, Colleen better Rosario as good, Misty Knight is good yeah etc cetera, etc, cetera. Karen better Foggy better, they're all fucking better or as good so the Defenders really brings out the greatness and if J.J. season 1, Daredevil I'm going to give him 1 and 2, that's 3 Punisher 1, Defenders that's 5 series and I'm going to give Luke Cage even even though i don't love it but enough people i respect love it and they have good reason to and there's so many great characters so that's six great series right there so even if you say iron fist one and two jj two and let's even say luke cage two because the jury's out on that one let's say they're all you know par or subpar that's still a pretty good batting average i really wish people would give this movie a second look because unlike justice league which i realized just a guilty pleasure and you know i liked all the non-Wonder Woman characters more than I was expecting. I think that was definitely like a low expectations thing. Um, And uh, also knowing that Joss Whedon has his hand in it. Um, But the Defenders... I, I, to close the thought and close the podcast, I was unclear. I'm still unclear why people didn't react more positively to it on second viewing. It's just obvious to me. So whatever, if I have to go on my Age of Ultron, Matrix Reloaded, you know, uh, self immolation slash, you know, putting myself on the cross, so be it. Thank you for joining me. Join me for the final three episodes. I can't wait. Uh, you have been awesome. I have been the Bizzle. Thank you for joining us. But for now, the Bizzle cast is out.